So welcome to this episode. Today we got two special guests, to be exact, <laughs> actually three. You'll find out why in a moment. So we got Jess and Sean. So Jess is an emotional health practitioner. She works with integrative processing and she's also a model for 10 years already. Sean is a healer and he also works with sound engineering with healing frequencies. They both designed an app now that has been released also to heal and balance the chakras. And they're both also plant medicine doctors. So super excited to have you guys on here. Welcome on the show. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for that. Do you want to experience the full potential of your sexual energy, deep intimacy in your relationship and how it feels like to truly be in your power as a man? Can you hear the world's desperate calling for conscious heart-centered men to rise to the occasion? Then welcome to the Heart of a King podcast where you will find the clarity, guidance, and tools that will empower you to do what it truly takes to live a life of freedom, fulfillment, and bliss. We even carry core language, it's called generationally, from what our ancestors went through, the traumas that they are still processing when they you know, imprinted their programming on the next generations, their way of thinking, perceiving the world. Those core thoughts of perception, the way we're perceiving ourselves and the world around us are what really create the illusion, the collective illusion as a group. The core language of a, a whole space, a whole family unit or religious unit is one way. They have a belief system on something. That's how they're expecting. That's what they're perceiving. That's what's going to play out. You know, that's why someone could love their child so much, but they still shun them, you know, and spend, cast them out due to this whole collective perception of what has to happen in that reality that they've subscribed to, to be true reality. So when you mm. can get to the root core of those ones that we've carried from our past ancestry, even that like seem to not make sense in current reality, that sheds so much more information and light on what we can't, what we're even like working with, like what mm. the emotions are really even there. It validates them. It's like, well, no, well, no wonder I feel shame or no wonder I actually feel despair no will to live. It's not because I don't deserve to live, but because of this heavy vibration of despair that's blocked in my, as a pattern in my core root programming that's being sent through my entire energy field. You can get to it and access it without needing to project all of the responsibility on those outside of you. Because, you know, ultimately... We're just trying to make sense of it. You know, we're just trying to yeah. not live in that pain anymore. And in our grasp at survival, we behave in ways to just feel better, I think, in the moment, not really knowing what's really going on. And I think that's really when we're in that spiral of the unalone. That's when we're in the eye of the tornado tsunami and we feel like we're drowning. Mm. And so when we're all doing that with each other, everyone we're around, we ultimately all end up feel separated and disconnected and alone. And we're not able to feel clarity and the safety to communicate to the other person what we really want and need and to show up in our truest expression unbridled. Yeah. Does that resonate? <laughs> yes, it resonates a lot. To begin with that, you say it's important when someone's triggered, take space, go away, hold yourself literally mm -hmm. and energetically. Yeah, start to feel what's really going on underneath the surface drama, right? Yes. 
Yes. Show curiosity when you really put your hands on like where the pain is, if it's in your yeah. heart or in your neck, on your shoulders, just holding your hands there in yeah. your low back, just hold your hand there. You're, you're just literally forming a connection of circuitry, of energy, yeah. and of presence. And that yeah. life warmth is powerful. Totally. And I found that to be so powerful. No one wants to just feel pain all the time. You know, no one wants to just like suffer. But I feel the way to liberate ourselves is in and through that pain and not to try to sneak around it, to suppress it or to pretend yeah. it's not there. I feel with a lot of compassion, I'm saying that because I know myself how hard it is and it can be. But it's I feel that's the way we have to at some point, stop running from it, stop suppressing it, and to hold space for ourselves in just being present yeah. and feeling that pain, letting it process through, right? Beautiful. Absolutely. Mm. And I think in doing that is when we actually release it. Yeah. We don't have to carry it anymore to that degree. You know, it's when you give voice to it, you're able to even speak it to yourself, what that, you know, deeper fear really was about that pain really is. You're showing up with curiosity for, for what's really there instead of forcing what you think it needs to be. So it's like in that self of, in that awareness, you free yourself to just be, <laughs> I feel. What's a great way now to, as a couple, really bring all of these learnings back home and start to co-create the reality you really dream of together? Your environment, creating a safe environment and turning on vibrations like 528 hertz music, 432 hertz are both really good vibrations to play. And that begins to help on a physical cellular level, energetic level, shift what's happening in your in your space and in your body, it helps you get out of a triggered state, you know, physically while you're processing. Mm -hmm. So listening to music together, turning on vibrations together. And that's helpful because it really actually helps bring awareness to that. Like if you know you're processing, like, for example, relationships, maybe 639 is a good one, which has to do with the heart chakra, right? And you'll start realizing, oh, I'm triggered because this, this, and this happened. And then as you get down to it, you're like, actually... I'm just a little bit prideful, <laughs> you know, and it's like, not necessarily that ha that, that has to be the scenario, but like when we hold space for it, like we start seeing what our dynamic of it is. And so we heal it without having to, like we were saying, project it. Mm -hmm. And then I guess another thing I would say just really fast is there are different practices that you can do to help with neuroplasticity, which we would rephrase as going back and healing trauma that's engraved in the subconscious mind, right? And then that helps you make a new, new neural pathway so you can see your future differently from a new perspective. Mm -hmm. uh, like Qigong, for example, and breath work in general, but it combines like breath work, movement, meditation, visualization, mm -hmm. those kinds of practices. And we, we have a few that we work with, but those kinds of practices really help you integrate that information as you know, like just working with yourself in a way that you're understanding your physical experience more, like your body or your emotions more. That's one thing. That's really funny because we were talking about the chakras, but like, it's so true how the information moves through us. Like if someone's stuck in their physical reality and they're only thinking about money, they're ignoring their emotions, their true emotions underneath that. And if someone's stuck in an emotional reality where they're only thinking about, thinking about emotions, it's harder for them to access their clear thoughts. And then if you're having a harder time accessing those lower three bodies, it's going to be harder to be in a clear heart space to like have forgiveness and love for yourself and for others. Ultimately, that's what the heart chakra is. And so that's kind of how the chakras are lined up, those bottom four 
chakras. And it's interesting because as we're holding space for ourselves in the physical, we start being able to, in the physical experience we have, we start being able to access that emotion, which helps us have clear thoughts, which helps us enter our spiritual reality by helping us hold space for ourselves and others in a, in a balanced way. And then that opens up the throat chakra, which is expressing ourselves in clear dynamics because we are able to, yeah, communicating clearly, exactly, for like what you're really experiencing, how you're really feeling, how, what you're really thinking. And so you start aligning with the people that are expressing themselves in that kind of way as well. And then you start like the third eye, seeing the interconnections of it. And then the crown chakra, just experiencing the interdimensional experience of the self and how it's all interconnected. And that, again, would go back down to the root chakra and change your ability to feel safe in your physical reality with that new awareness. And so as you work with someone with this like alchemic energy through the body, you're really just helping each other heal and find the shadow traits in all these places so that you can just keep upgrading your consciousness in all those areas. Mm. That's how I see it. And that's how I've also been grateful to learn in different ways from my personal experience as well. So it's all right. That that's like the, really a pattern in the holographic universe here. This movement, because the energy is moving through our torus, our electromagnetic energy field. It's moving from what you would have thought was the lowest chakra, but it's the first chakra. The root chakra is the first one. And the energy is moving up the root chakra to the sacral chakra, to the solar plexus and the heart chakra and the throat and the third eye and the crown chakra and up and out. It's still in your energy field coming back down, almost like an egg shape and then back up into your feet, up to the root chakra chakra so it's moving up and around like this like and a torus so right <laughs> this torus and that's like the layers of our aura as well and so you're seeing how it's like this radiating ball of energy circuit and pattern of energy in every direction and it also is happening in our tangible reality that we know that we're creating with one another and so like when we're really hyper-focused on just the physical and we're in so much fear and survival, our focus is narrowed, our lens is filtered, and we're in a more survival state in the physical only. We're more shut down to the information of what our emotions are trying to teach us, the information that's there. We're not able to really make sense of it. It just comes to us a lot of friction and our thoughts as well. And so we're not able to communicate ourselves clearly. And you can't really expect yourself to if you can't really make sense of what's happening inwardly. So you have to be able to create a little safe space for yourself. That's why I was like, you've hugged yourself, hug your energy field, create a physically tangible safe space for even just 20 minutes or five minutes where you have enough actual perception space to observe what's happening here, where there's pain in your physical body. And then you can see the vibration that's in that part of your physical body. Once you are tuned into your body enough, you can see what this like dark green energy looks like in your low back. Um, it will just have be like a flash or a vision and it will just be like passing in quick when you tune into your body, but you begin to do alchemy on yourself by simply becoming consciously aware of what's happening here. What would you say if one partner says, you know, I'm tired of all this healing. I just want to be happy. I don't want to feel pain. What would you tell them? To get really clear on what they really want is the first thing, you know, what, what is it you really, truly want? What are you actually creating? What are you actually experiencing? Because you are co-creating everything that's happening. You know, even if it's on a deep subconscious holographic degree with, you know, this collective, we're all still a co-part by simply existing. So you, for your own sake, just for your own sake, 
what is the discrepancy? Where is the dissonance between what's actually happening, what you've created so far, and what you want to experience? And then get to the root what that pattern has looked like on your part for you. And really, it's so funny, the way you want to do that first is to recognize what's triggering you. Who is ticking you off, pissing you off? And what is it that they're doing? Are they yelling at you? Are they ignoring you? Are they pushing you away? Are they not expressing themselves clearly? Like these are different things that you see in other people, you know? Are they lying? Are they stealing? Whatever these things are that are triggering you outside of you, identify it. Give yourself the allowance to just acknowledge it because sometimes people are still stuck there. Like they don't want to admit that they're annoyed because they just want everything to be fine. They don't Hmm. want to admit that they're actually like seeing this shadow trait outside of them because they want everything to be okay. And your subconscious, those are like a lot of white and clear symbols. You know, you're not actually accessing what you're really resonating in. And before you can do anything, you'll have to recognize for your own sake where you're really resonating Hmm. because it's all a magnetic energy field. We're pushing and pulling energy constantly or repelling people and experiences or we're attracting them energetically. And if you want to study quantum physics, you know, quantum law, I highly recommend it. And seeing this from a perspective of an electromagnetic energy field, that we are a bunch of individual electromagnetic energy fields and this great universal energy fields. So when we're able to acknowledge what's here, then we can see the movement of energy, the pattern of behavior refracting that's connected to your core thoughts and perception of self. Mm -hmm. So how are you perceiving yourself? Do you feel like this all means that I'm not good enough? Does this all mean that I'm not going to be successful in my life? And I'm afraid of what that means about me. Acknowledge that. And what emotion is fueling it? Because there's this core pattern of thought and it's a life. Mm -hmm. It's electricity is your emotion that's it's propelling it into movement to move it into an action because then you act a behavior out that will you think subconsciously keep you safe or create what you want so you have to be creating what you want or else you're just going to be creating things that you think you don't want that subconsciously you're saying you want yeah um, because of what you believe is happening you know Totally. I resonate with that. And also the, you know what you said about, otherwise there's just the patterns that are going to be played out over and over again when we're triggered. It's like this default response coping mechanism of either, you know, um, shutting down, running away, attacking or whatever it might be individually, you know, to evolve past that. We have to really look at where it's coming from, right? Yeah. Recognizing that the shadow you see outside of you is the shadow you're expressing somewhere in your reality is really powerful. That's that shadow work. And a really amazing book I recommend for this is called The Dark Side of the Light Chasers. So Dark Side of the Light Chasers by uh, Debbie Ford. And this book is a really wonderful, tangible, guided book with guided meditations to help you get into your subconscious mind and see what character traits you're ashamed of in your own self. You know, when we are expressing a a shadow trait, it's something that we're in denial of, that we don't want to accept what keeps it in the shadows. Or like, we don't believe there's any other way to survive. And so we subconsciously have this attachment to it, this expression is replaying, because that's the nature of the ego. The ego is on repeat. It keeps projecting the past into the future and repeat behaviors 
to survive, where when we're reaching into our higher self, we're stepping into the unknown and we're beginning to accept that things aren't always what we expect, that there's a different, that new information can come in. We have to step into the unknown in order to break this pattern. So that's what you're starting to do when you start to ask questions and you start to get a little bit curious about what's actually patterns that are actually playing out rather yeah. than just making this mean something about my life, feeding that old story and construct. But mm. just meaning, oh, this is just means that women are this way. And, and this just means that this is my life because I'm a wife. This just means that this is how all men are. Like you're just <laughs> splattering judgment all over the place thinking you're right. But it's based off of the constructs and belief systems programmed in your own self and what you have attracted. So you've confirmed it to be true. Yeah. But it doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be that way. And people don't always realize how much we're co-creating that, those experiences. So (laughs) when you can see that, um, take accountability for that, then you allow yourself to actually create what you really want simply because you can communicate it and you stop resonating yeah. that vibration of it yeah amazing so habits. you have to have the habits every day yeah that's that's hugely important to program them in yeah so much percent of our actions is subconscious quite a it's, lot right it's, it's like, a lot like a very high like percent. 90 90 something when you can recognize these things while you're creating physical space for yourself through exercise and meditation, daily habits, it really allows you to together as a couple progress forward. So I think like as a couple choosing to exercise for 20 minutes a day individually or yeah. together, whatever feels a peaceful for you while you're exercising be aware and processing these things as you're tuning into your body. That's a big, big thing that like Mm. changed my life, my whole, the last 10 years, because it's something I've really integrated in my life. And it made all the difference in what I was actually aware of what was happening inside of me and clear on what I wanted. So while you're processing this, what's triggering you with a shadow trait inside of you that you're also reflecting in sync with that, and what you really want to create and what versus what you're actually creating, holding that awareness as you observe your body and yourself as you release emotion helps you become more neutral and have the courage to accept what's there and be willing to evolve into a new way. Physically releasing through exercise and working out. Um, hit training is really, really amazing because it's explosive and then you have time to recover and then explosive and then recovery mm-hmm. um, or whatever you are really going to do like do that thing to move and meditate and this is simply if you don't know how to meditate just turn on hertz frequency music create that physically and energetically safe environment it's like it's like putting yourself into a soft little womb (laughs) soft little bed like that's holding you um frequency music can really do that and so it's a simple easy tangible way to do it and then get rid of stimulation close your eyes turn off bright lights turn on a candle or incense it's really cool to have a physical little candle there with fire because it's an element of the earth and it's also very healing and cleansing and give yourself the actual intention and space to become self-aware and release. If you just do each of those for 20 minutes every day, I think you could really change your life trajectory. You could really direct your focus and become clear and then co-create that with the other person in an effective way that serves both of your intentions and wants and needs. That's so beautiful. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. How would you say can plant medicine play into this 
healing work together as a couple to evolve the relationship and of course also the individual journeys it's a beautiful question one thing i want to say about sacred master plant medicine is that it's been used for millennia for thousands yeah. and thousands of years by tribes and when these people used this medicine it was with the intention of healing it was seen as actual healing tools and medicine yeah. brought together with knowledge and intention and in a, in a space in an environment that was intended for healing and it's science and these plants and their chemical makeup is a natural design natural science of mother earth and the universe it's a gift to us that that's beyond the human being so it's really important to recognize that a lot of pharmaceutical drugs in modern day are repeats or extracted features of plant medicines and a lot of you know drugs in modern day where these master plant medicines aren't considered a drug by their tribal people it's not seen that way it's seen as mother consciousness it's alive and it's very very sacred and there's ritual and respect in its use if a couple is to the point that they feel like they've done a lot of inner healing work they've really been on their own journey of trying to find light and truth in their life and their intention is to come and use that plant medicine to heal as an individual and heal together it could be completely life-altering for you for eternity no matter what really happens if you are a new relationship or you have been together for 20 years well no matter what happens in your relationship whatever you're you know meeting it will manifest if you come with that intention of healing because on your own timeline it will move into alignment as it needs to when you're present with your consciousness when you're aware of your own consciousness and what ayahuasca does is show you what's there it reveals the subconscious <laughs> it unveils everything that's there <laughs> and you will only see how much you're ready to see due to your own perception it can show you the full spectrum of your experience as you're aware because you you've taken medicine quite a bit yourself right different plant medicines yeah and yeah. different plant medicines but what it re I really know that it connects with your gut and your gut is where your serotonin is made. It's picked up in your pineal gland where your DMT is, is actually released. And what we get out of that effect when the ayahuasca is present within your body, is it showing you this full spectrum of how you feel when you're pushing the awareness away and then what it's like when you're actually accepting it and you have the choice to integrate or, you know, to keep reprocessing the same thing in different dynamics. So. Yeah. We can't go back to choose to be unconscious. Either we're going to choose to integrate and shift the ways we need to, or we're going to be aware that we're going to re-experience that in cycles, in different mm. experiences of our life. Yeah. You start to see things from a different perspective when it's all laid out to you, basically like all the patterns that your consciousness is really healing through. And ayahuasca is seen as like mother consciousness, like it, it's a very feminine energy and it's really compassionate and it feels like it's really holding space i feel for for you to see i think when people have had like scary journeys quote unquote or a journey that was really hard for them to integrate 
I think it's when they hadn't prepared their own inner self to accept what is there and what they really want and this the dissonance in that the separation in that what mother ayahuasca shows and what other you know and other plant medicines reveal it's expands your awareness so it's opening up your peripheral from this narrow focus to this fully expanded if you are intending to grow and heal you're seeking new information or expanding your awareness on your own self you're curious to grow then ayahuasca is going to give you the opportunity to see that and you can have the choice to manifest that but it allows the peripheral you know vision and to connect the subconscious of conscious mind if that's not what you're really wanting if you want to just go trip or just get away and get high if that's someone's intention, then it's not going to be fun for you. You're going to process that. <laughs> yeah, you're going to end up processing that. You're going to learn some <laughs> lessons. And it's going to be really, you know, a lot to digest. So it really comes down to, to your intention. And if you together as a partnership want that, and you both feel like you have prepared for whatever it needs to shift within you, you know, prepared to grow, then it's going to be exciting. It's going to be euphoric. You're going to be like, okay, that makes so much more sense. Or I just, I see, I feel like the whole time I was on my ayahuasca journey, I was just like, I see, I see. Okay. Like, wow. It's just so much Mm. more information and understanding and connection, intense connection to myself, my higher vibrational self. So I felt like my body was literally I mean, elevating, like I felt like I was vibrating and I felt this connection so intensely that I could then connect with Sean so much more intensely and with so much more clearer awareness of the love that was growing here, what was really here um, beyond the physical. And, And for me, that's just so powerful in relationships to really know what you're here for. What are you intertwining yourself with this other being for? Like yeah. this energy exchange, you have to be present for that and there for it. You want it or else you're just going to make that other person feel like you resent them and don't want them. You have to admit what you really want and be really present for that energy exchange. And when you do, you can grow and expand as a partnership and co-create together with so much more joy and yes. potential. And yeah. I want to help with that plant medicine can really help with that. Beautiful. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> I think it's such a indescribable experience that sometimes if you're always experiencing that without your partner and they never experienced that level of mind blowing, like, like shattering the brain's constructs and seeing like everything on this universal holographic level if that's something that they haven't experienced the same like or like that even if it's you know not with plant medicine i guess they could experience that in different ways on their own experience yeah in their own experience but it's just it's cool to be able to share with each other it's like a really bonding experience when you can both refer to that time like and remember those experiences when you're going through your day-to-day experience yeah. and the figures or anything like yeah. you can both be like, Oh, remember when we experienced this 
totally different perspective of our entire yeah. lives. Wow. <laughs> we got this information, that download. <laughs> it's just like a really cool experience. It's an amazing, positive thing, I feel like. But it's not the only way that you can share that spiritual sure. connection. Yeah. Sure. I would just like to add one thing for everyone listening, hearing us talk about plant medicine, just to be cautious in who you're doing that with, to have like a credible, skilled facilitator and someone who can also deal with energetic and traumatic things arising. Because as plant medicines are getting into mainstream now, there's also lots of people who are not actually able to energetically hold space or deal with energetic situations well so i just wanted to say to do your research do it where it's legal of course and find some people who really know what they're doing yeah exactly thank yeah. you for sharing that it's so it's important. important to keep a good experience with it so that people can actually heal rather yeah. than just jump at the plant when we're not ready because we're finding any opportunity that's out there yeah, yeah like, really yeah in a safe environment because setting is everything yeah. so if if the shaman isn't there with the best intentions or patterns with handling those high intensity energies then you're going to absorb that you're exchanging energy in this experience yeah. um and it's really important that you you are able to have an environment that you can actually receive what you need to from the plant medicine that is yeah. something that i should have led with i think that's really really important to recognize is the facilitator and the setting is really crucial yes. um, and, and it will change what you experience. Yeah. And for us, um, we're going, we get all of our medicine from Peru. So any of the medicine Beautiful. that we've done was directly from a tribe, from a master of the medicine. He's worked with it for 20 years. And Amazing. yes, he was taught by a master that was a brilliant, actually like scientist. Yeah. He was traveling the world and, bringing together the different medicine, plant medicine and understanding how to really make it in the most mm -hmm. potent and effective form. Create Like they're basically like their recipe, <laughs> like yeah. the way they've designed it and created it. They, so they've been working towards this for a really, really long time. They built a little a retreat center there in Peru. Our shaman that we've worked with, I've known her for eight years and she's invited us to go out there to Peru to finish our internship. So we've mm. been shadowing her and the retreats that she's facilitated and learning about the medicine and our own experience of it. But now we're going to go out there and actually harvest it, cultivate it and create this medicine ourselves. Like we'll be there working with the whole shaman group Amazing. that's doing it. Yeah. And it will be incredible. We'll really get firsthand exposure and understanding of how this process is made, how this is created and the traditional ancient ways they've done that. And then we'll be doing them in Oregon. So there it's protected legally and uh, just be able to hold this safe space for others, combining it with the science of neuroplasticity, um, working yeah. with the physical body, emotional, mental, and astral body. So approaching it through like exercise and healthy eating and meditating and emotional processing and shadow work beforehand. So you're preparing for your ceremony for months beforehand. Understanding this. Yeah. Space. Yeah. Before you have to 
face it. <laughs> so you're learning how to receive that information. So when you receive it, you're not like totally taken off guard and terrified. <laughs> you're, you're able to like digest that. So yeah. we created a whole program. The app is for that actually, like deeper Amazing. purpose for our clients to have space to be held for like by us energetically with information and guidance between sessions and, and throughout the years we've worked together but also in preparation for the retreats, the ceremonies. So when you go, you are able to fully feel like you've done and that you've developed the tools and the habits using the tools to support yourself through this ceremony and journey. So not only are you being held by a shaman, but you're holding your own space for yourself too. And we'll make it really fun. We have art, um, therapy, painting, and ecstatic dance which is a form of physical release of emotion through movement so it's like just dancing freely like no talking no phones on the little dance floor <laughs> and the ceremonies will be held outside um, and the one we have planned for may will be by the beach so we'll have the sound of the ocean and the waves right by us and we'll have time to go visit the ocean during the day nice. and that time so it will just be like a full present physical immersive experience of integration tools and, and learning but with the plant medicine nice. um, and then and that's going to be in Oregon or where's that? Yes. It'll be in Oregon. Nice. Yeah. We'll put the details for that in the show notes and you guys can go check it out. <laughs> also the link to your app. Yes. Oh, that Appreciate that. Thank you yeah. so much. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. That was amazing content. We've loved yeah. talking and chatting with you. You're obviously so aware of this yourself. So we're grateful. Thank you for joining us for the Heart of a King podcast. Make sure to follow the podcast and turn on your notifications so you won't miss out on any new episodes coming out.